You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. All right, it is cash to ticket on a Monday, and not just any Monday. It is championship week. We've got college basketball every hour, every day, leading up to Selection Sunday. So we've got a lot to do today. First, we welcome in fresh off a family dinner, a good meal, a man who looks refreshed, a man who was reminded about the rules of this house. I will explain. We have Jim Costa, his hair perfectly quaffed mm. for championship week. Jimmy, how are you, buddy? We're turned up, baby. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So exciting. There's no, I mean, the energy. I love championship week. I love it even better when I crushed it at Gulfstream this weekend. But, but we'll just, we'll <laughs> Lots con- to do. We have lots to do. So listen, I do want to start with this. And it is credit to you as much as it is to me. It's the value of having parents and having guidance i came back to town you had left the home in tatters there were stains on the rug cocaine in the mattress my wife's car was missing it was chaos (laughs) and i said to you jim you need to be controlled this week you need to get in touch it was almost like when people say you need jesus you got to get in touch with your faith whatever that shit is the point is go meditate Do you know what some guidance and some self-control and some guardrails and me admonishing you produced? 5-0 in college basketball. Ohio State, Notre Dame, Colorado State, Texas A&M, Auburn. 5-0. Perfect week. Perfect. Just in time. Coincides with me being back here. Because when I left, it was Project X. (laughs) And you had filled the pool with beer and... The family pet ran away. Well, and listen, I got some emails that were sent while you were gone. It's like, this guy sucks. You can't pick any games. How you like me now? What did I? How you like me now? You needed parents back. <laughs> but this is great. Five and oh, it's a, it, you know what? Here's the deal. So let's say you were down five units while I left. Sure. We're back. Give or take. To, we're back to before I left. System, not a system. It, it shows you, you got to bet controlled. You got to stick to the plan, Stan. Uh, but a really nice week by you. Uh, I gave out the Gulfstream Park, uh, the Fountain of Youth, gave you the preview. I gave you the right three horses to use. General Jim scratched. Well, that's why I, I got, we hold on. My horse got scratched. You text me the day of. Yep, that's how the game works. I found out. The I night- fall in love with a horse. You're trying to get me invested and involved in this well, thing. His name General Jim. Why do you get scratched? You uh, blow out an Achilles no, or something? No, 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 no. Got a hoof with, with a crack in it? Well, ha, come on. When horses run a temp, you, you can't run them. Uh, what does he, that mean to run a temp? Like a human being. He like, got, oh, he had a temperature. Yeah, he like, got sick. He, yeah, he's sick. Yeah. Got got chicken sick. noodle soup. Give him some broth. Get him out there. Let's yeah, go. A little stock in the oats. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I, I, I told you, Forte was, ta- was a monster. If he runs as a race, he wins. Use mage. Use rocket can. We're right there. Uh, the exacta paid 19 and change on a $2 bet. So you're almost getting 10 to 1 on your money involving a monolith. You know, it's funny and interesting story, Jim. Mm-hmm. Real quick. So... A buddy of mine who's in the, in the sport, a couple of people I talk to in the game, um, whether it be, you know, bloodstock agents, trainers, et cetera, got a little word that uh, there was, I'm not going to say the person's name, that's tacky, but there's a certain someone who dropped a bet as large as a quarter of a million dollars on Forte. Ooh. So when that information kind of went my way and you saw the odds on Forte and you went, wow. This isn't going even money or four to five. This is two to five all day. Yeah, it's two. You favorite. go. All right, may, maybe maybe the info's out. I didn't love I didn't love the workouts going in. But here's the point: 
if you listened to the pod, if you boxed it up, or if you played Forte straight, you went, Mike, I don't think we're getting around this horse. You made 19 bucks. They gave you eight to one underneath. Rocket can ran a really nice race and 10 to one on your money when essentially you're betting a, the, the you know, favor, the overwhelming favor, which I know you hate doing. Hey, but like you said, there's no avoiding it. When it's, I was hey, at the track what? and I saw the tote board and I had a little tip that, you know, a certain somebody who's very knowledgeable in the game placed that type of wager. It's I go, unavoidable. If you want to bet, you got to bet the winner. As I much to, as we talk about value. I had to box it up. You have hit, to have the winner. I hit the early pick five with the table, which was very, very nice. And then, yeah, I was able to lever up a little bit. And we, I just brought him in for the golf when we get done with this. Oh, You're Jesus. good. Keep talking. I'm not I trying to rush you. Keep this live. Don't even edit it out. Evan walked in like a fucking hitman when I said I hit the early pick five and I levered up. He may as well have pulled a gun like a give, give, <laughs> give me the, I'm the captain now. No, we're gonna pat him on the back. He continues to kill golf, but, but finish your the no. Horse but it racing. was just the point when you see certain things, you can't you can't fight it. It's almost like when you see reverse line movement or you see certain things, you yeah. just got to go with it. So look, five and zero in college hoops. I gave you the right horses to use, Evan. Again, with the golf, you're in the mix on a Sunday, and I think it's the perfect time to bring Evan in because Evan might be. The hedge king, which is Evan. Do you want to join and explain this? And well, are we ever going to get a third microphone in here? Because this, this is this is getting stupid. Maybe twenty twenty four. We'll step it up. But <laughs> fucking a. Um, or we keep hitting, then we can afford a new mic. We can yeah. afford it right now. Tell me what you got to do. We, can we, Mike? Well, I just don't feel like one of the company's <laughs> best podcasts should have to pay for their own shit. That's just kind of lowbrow and Mickey Mouse. So, so anyway, so starting. <laughs> Evan wanted to move away from that one real quick. Starting Sunday, Jordan Spieth was absolutely on yeah. fire. And that was our guy that we really wanted to attach our wagon to. And at one point, he has the lead. He's 10 under. I'm like, this is going great. So I go into, into FanDuel, and you have that great option to cash out. So I'm sitting there, and that's the beauty of actually watching the golf tournament that you can really see how everybody's playing. And so he faltered. He missed like a short putt, and I'm like, oh, my God, the wheels are going to fall off. But at that moment, I was still getting 10x on my money, so I said, screw it. I'm going to cash out right now, take my win, instead of just sitting there and, and watching him just – flounder this victory that he had just missing short putt after short putt and i turned it in and used that money on kurt katiyama who ended up winning the tournament because i'm watching him i'm seeing everybody falter on the back nine bogey 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 nobody can make a putt so i look at the guy who's tied for first with the most holes left and a par five he goes and birdies that par five we take home a championship and i think that's the right way to look at these tournaments when betting these odds that are so big and, and we make these bets before Thursday even hits. So your odds are already there. And obviously they change. I mean, at one point Spieth was like plus 180 to win the entire tournament, which is crazy. It's a hedge opportunity, folks. Yes. And so I took it and I've done it a couple times now in so golf tournaments. I don't know. You guys tell me. I think winning right. is winning, right? Well, yes and no. I, I think when you have a plus 5,000 bet with Jordan Spieth, yeah. you have to ask yourself the question, what do I want to walk away with? I'll give you an example. It's it's no different than we hit the early pick five at Gulfstream and we hit it heavy. And it's like, fellas, right here, right now, after the euphoria of taking home a good amount of money, you go, all right, boys, what does everybody want to leave the track with? Let's just get this out of the way right now. And everybody gave me their number and we hand out all the cash and the rest we're willing to, to leave it at the track. We're going to go for it, right? It's the same thing when you're betting on golf at these terms. Look, minus 110, it's very hard to hedge. Yeah. Parlays, you can hedge. I think if you have a bet like plus 5,000, you have to go, okay, what's the minimum I want to walk with? And what were they offering Spieth on the beginning of Sunday as a cash out option? Well, so for me, I can just speak to middle of the, the round on Sunday. Yeah. 35 unit cash out. That then you then you know what? You take it. And I'll tell you why. Golf, one bad shot, one bad hole. Those odds can now and again, Evan, please, if I'm out of turn, tell me. But those odds go from plus one eighty to win to plus seven hundred. Like like you you it, the variance and volatility, the other two V words we like on this pod. It's just crazy. Uh, to me, you take the 35 to one and go, this was a win. 
Yeah, this it, was a win. Well, and I even told Jim last week, I think I said 10X is my number. Anytime I see it, I grab it and I go, right? I mean, anytime you can turn your money 10 times, you take it. So that's what it is for me. Now, everybody might be different. I saw one guy on uh, Twitter responded and said, guys, I took Rom, but he took him for round one leader, ended up winning. So he, he, he I mean, Rom shit the bed completely, which also makes me feel good, by the way, because I said, John Rahm is the closest to Tiger Woods. I got to bet him. I got to bet him. I got to bet him. That That's off the table. Though. Yeah. My man was so bad Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yep. That it makes me feel better going forward that I don't have to pick him. I felt I had to right now because of how well he's playing. Sure. But this week, we got another good tournament. The players. TPC. Oh, yeah. yeah. The who's who. It's, it's a big one. It's the fifth uh, major, so they say. What a know. sports weekend, too, fellas. With championship week. Yeah, it's awesome. We'll have another host of Derby Preps. We got the players. Like... This is, I said this on the show before I left for Florida. This is the Solstice 2.0. Think about it. Like we talked about, it. this is great sports action. Well, for me, who favors golf and basketball, it doesn't get much better for me. Well, and the deal with, with cashing out, you don't really get the options to do it in hoops. Like Mike, you're saying when we bet stuff at minus 110s or plus 110s, yeah. the book's never offering you a viable cash out, even no. if you're up 10. You're not getting what you want. In golf, they will give you the windows. Because their liabilities are so much higher yep. on individual bets. Here's the other thing. I would give the advice out right now. A lot of people are going to be upset and go, you never had your parlays or you never had your horse bets. I just have a fundamental disagreement. In March, if you're doing championship week or March Madness, you're doing these massive parlays, right? Mm -hmm. Anything, Anything that's four legs or more is a massive parlay. If you have the ability to recoup 75 or 80% of that, and you're, you can then create this hedge where, all right, I'll ride out the initial parlay, but now I have the ability to take the dog, take the points, and God willing, get it at increased odds or reverse it. I have the dog in the last leg. Maybe you get a hot start. I can get closer to money line sure. on the favorite. Look, I'm a big believer in taking money off the table when you get the chance. Why are you doing it? If you're doing it to make money, take money when it's offered to you. If you're in this purely for, hey, I took yeah. Spieth on a lark and I want to hold the winning ticket at the end and feel good, then you know what? Do you what you're going to do. Though? Like we're sitting here talking about it and then it shows you the difference is we got to the end of the pick five where you have to pick five winners in a row and we were singled in the last leg. Yeah. Horse named dude in Colorado. Um, and I talked to the guys about it and I said, look, this is my favorite outside of like, you know, hey, I love Forte or charge it later in the card. Like I said, guys, it's my favorite pick in the sequence. I love this horse. I go, it's a big field. You know, we could attempt to play, you know, all nine, all in a triple. I go, look, what do you guys want to do? And obviously drinks were flowing a little bit. And they're like, <laughs> fuck it, let's roll. You love it. You know, like it was funny. That's I was flying down there. there. I spent three hours on the plane handicapping the card the day before. Like you want to make a flight go by quick, download the past performances <laughs> and drill down on the work. And I said, guys, look, if it goes south, if it goes south and this horse shits the bed, I'll buy dinner for everybody. I go, let's just do this. And it hit. And I mean, it was it's so fun to buy a round of drinks when you know you fucking nailed the early card. So sometimes you win a bet and you feel good, but there's no better feeling than in the lab for like 90 minutes on a game. You're like, I've spent way too much yeah. time researching it. And yeah. when you nail that pick, that's euphoria. Well, and that's what we But then you do about. it in horse racing and yeah. it's not. I didn't double my money. I hit multiple X's of it because it's horse racing. Yeah. 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 I mean, privately, you. privately you and I discussed, so we'll just leave it there. <laughs> sure, fair. Um, but that, you know, we, we never do that shit on air because it's, sure, it's tacky. The point is horse racing can be very good to you. Yeah. It can also be very bad. <laughs> so um, buckle up. A buckle, yeah. Hey, volatility <laughs> and value. All right. So championship week is upon us. Let's, Let's get into this. Um, First of all, Jim put this best in our walk-up to the studio, where I really feel like we need to have music and pyrotechnics it's when we great. walk in here. It's like a long hallway. It is. And it's like you're you're walking onto Lambeau Field. Notifications are not an option. Notifications are not an option. We suggest it most of the year. It's mandatory. mandatory. We're going to have picks coming at you all hours of the day. It is batting down the hatches. I am here. Right, I know I had a couple of little trips planned here for post Super Bowl. How dare you, guys? 
have the notifications on because we're going to have games at noon, at 3, at 7, at 10. Uh, whether it's Jim or I in an emergency format in the home studio, whether it's us with the more episodic plus one word score uh, versions <laughs> of the picks, uh, we are starting a March potathon, uh, taking you through the NCAA tournament. So please have them on. It is not an option. Now, with that, we're going to do conference championship week two ways. Let's start out with this before we get into the controversy that is going to be the system, not a system, but played past tense, like a system. R.I.P. And whether we have to say goodbye to it or are we DiCaprio and Titanic fucking freezing to death on a board in the middle of the ocean going, I'll never let go. Conference futures. Yeah. All these conference tournaments are starting, the primary ones. And I wanted to let our man Jim go loose here. Value. Uh, to me, if you're going to bet conference tournaments, it's one of the few futures I would bet because you're not doing this year-long interest-free loan to the book. Let's talk value because I'm not taking any team in America at plus 130 to win as many as four basketball games. Nope. And if you've watched college basketball for a second, a nanosecond this season, yeah, nobody's any good. Do not take favorites. Do not bet the team that's got the one next to their name okay. this week. Do not do it. We won't consider it. So not going to bet it. All right. So why don't we do this? Let's start in the SEC because okay. I have a very strong opinion. Yeah. And that's a good one to kind of give this example because Bama's plus 165 and they've been limping. No, There's no way you bet that. It's not limping. It's cratering. I mean, I, it's not just a loss to AM. It, it, it's, you know, being a 20 point favorite, beating South Carolina by Overtime. three. Yeah. The controversy, you guys can go look it up. They have all kinds of problems. Alabama is the one seed I want no part of. I think Jim's right. There's just not a lot of value. And I'll give you the other team I really don't like. I don't want Tennessee. Point guard Point injuries. Guard hurt, yeah. And Tennessee's kind of tanked it. Now, look. So then the next team you could bet would be UK, Big Blue, Kentucky at plus 550. <sighs> or A&M or at plus 600. And then there's a drop-off. But see, here's the idea. If I bet both of them, AM and Kentucky, they're in the same side of the bracket as the two three. You're probably getting one in the final. That was my hope. At plus 300, 300 when you, yeah, exactly. Split the odds. Yeah. I know that's not I, the sharpest way to play. Could you create a situation where within the individual matchups, I just can't, I can't trust Mizzou. I can't trust Tennessee. I can't trust Bama. If you want to absolutely shoot the moon, <laughs> shoot. Don't tell me LSU. <laughs> shoot the fucking moon. I'll give you a team that's desperate. I give you a team on the bubble? that's on the bubble. Who is it? Uh, it's Mississippi State at plus 5,000. Yeah, If you wanted to shoot the moon, here's their road. They're in the 8-9 against Florida. They play a Bama team we talked about that is flawed. Between Ole Miss, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Missouri, it's a punch bowl of bullshit. Is it plausible Mississippi State could make an Eric Dampier uh, shout-out run? I'm not. Nah, guys, hey, here's the other thing. You're betting plus 5,000 bangers. You better not be putting a lot on it. No, don't put a full unit on, on uh, really any of this. Yeah, I don't love this conference, but I, I think A&M is interesting. Buzz Williams, they're going to guard. Yeah. Big win, good momentum. Yeah, you uh, know what? They're bubbly. They're bubblicious. They are. Um, Kentucky, my issue is not just losing at home to Vandy, not just multiple times this year where you're going, what is wrong with this team? When you look at the bottom of that bracket, let me ask you this one. You want something that's also bubblicious? Yeah. Vandy plus 4,000? They had a cute little run Dude, they two, just three went, weeks ago. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pull up. Hold on. Pull up Vandy. No, they've been hotter in what? Like February extended into they March. just here. went into Rupp and beat Kentucky. Yeah, no, that's, that's the biggest one. But they've played their way. First of all, Jerry Stackhouse also, fashionista, does a great job with the wardrobe. Um, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me pull this up. Yeah, take a little zoom in. I want to make sure I'm not overstating it, but they've been really. Maybe they're hotter than I'm giving them credit for. They've been very hot, and I think you're, you're selling them short. Okay, so I was aware of the run where they, they beat Tennessee. That was kind of their big one. They beat Florida, South Carolina. Those are road wins. Auburn. Then they lost to LSU, and that was one that we oh. gave while you were gone. But since then, eight and one in yeah, the last nine. Eight and one. You follow. Okay, so look at this three-game run. Just the three. Yeah. Home against Florida, blowout. At Rupp, hard-nosed W. Home against Miss State in a desperation bowl, W. Okay. You want to go back further? Beat Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, now look, 
No one is going to forget what went down on January 31st. <laughs> like the live line when they played Bama, I couldn't believe it. Draw a line through that game, yeah. and they've been primarily solid, uh, even losing at Mizzou by three. Uh, played Tennessee close, fell apart late, beat Arkansas, beat Kentucky. Yeah. Um, got you know what? So this is this is how I think we could give people the SEC. A and M, if you want one of the favorites, yeah, and then if you want one of the long shots, Vandy at plus eight thousand. And I think you give a look if you're gonna touch the Bama side of the bracket, Miss State at plus four thousand. Okay. Does that work? Yeah, I like it. Are you gonna put any of those on the board? Are any of those no. like a play? Do you feel strong? I mean, again, if you want to put like. A tenth of a unit on Vandy for funsies. I think funsies. I, I would feel better about AM if you're gonna put like even a half unit on something, right? I want to see who wins the opening round games, but I, I feel like I hate the rest of the top of the bracket. Like I I, you know, Ole Miss, South Carolina, Tennessee, Mizzou, Bama. I want no part. If yeah. Bama runs the table at plus one sixty, good for them. Fuck it. God bless. Plus four thousand. Why can't I put a quarter of a unit and get plus a thousand essentially? Yeah. Why can't I do that on Miss State? And on the bottom side, I'm with you, Cookies. I trust AM more than I trust Kentucky. Yeah. I'd go AM top side, and I wouldn't mind the little pop on Vandy as the sixth seed. They've won eight and nine. They play up. They know they need a win or two. Yeah. Vandy the six plus four thousand. I could I could rock that. All right, let's go to the next one. What conference you want it next? You want to go to the ACC? ACC. Boy, oh boy. Talk about a toss-up. No, it's a, to it's a total mystery to me because the ACC, you're used to quality. I know. You're used to heavy hitters. But I'll tell you two teams I, I go to. I go to Pitt, who led the conference. As of about a week or two ago. Yeah. yeah. Plus, now, look at the That's difference. That's plus 1,100. Okay. I like Pitt, and I give you the other one. Heaven help me. They're the Kentucky of a different region. How is North Carolina not better? Lee Black about, came back yeah. to school. Armando Bay got four starters off a national title championship yeah, level caliber team. team. Yeah, plus six hundred is what I'm looking at. I here. got seven fifty right here on the phone. Plus seven fifty, and here's the key: they're on opposite ends of the bracket. Five seed on top, seven seed on bottom. Now they got to play extra games compared to the four, well, one through four seeds because yeah, they're not the one of the top. Are you four. taking Clemson as the three? No, you don't no. believe in them. Virginia, I don't know what to do with now. Duke, I have slept on this year. I have said, I don't think Duke's very good. But they're good. the favorite. We're not betting the favorite. They're the favorite in the, the books right yep. now to win the ACC Duke's tournament. Duke's at plus no 280. Way. Virginia's at plus 300. Miami's at plus 340. No, thank you. I don't and want no, no to part of Clemson. Clemson. So then we go to the next team. Now, they got to play extra games, Carolina and Pitt. Yeah. That's it to me. I'm not going any deeper. I mean, do you like any longer shots than that? I no. Could, I could give you one. I could give you one, and it's based on an inherent bias that I just view them as a tournament team. And it goes back to growing up watching the Big East tournament. Is it Syracuse? It's, it's yeah. I feel like they've burned us a couple times. Shades year, of Jerry McNamara and Eric Dievendorf. <laughs> Look, that zone, Gerard gets hot gunning from three. What's that other kid they got? Jeremy Reynolds, the big. Mm -hmm. Might have butchered his name. The point is, if you wanted, what is it, Jim? Value. Plus 10,000? Ooh. Okay. I'm saying... People. Yeah, at least you didn't give me someone from the far section of the bracket, the teams that have to win, like, what is it, five games? Right. Yeah, and we're not betting said, that either. If there's one super dog, well, there it is. So their pod has Wake Forest, Miami, and Duke. They get through that. Now you're into the, you know, you're at the stretch run there. You're in the championship game. Hey, man, I feel like if you want to bomb, Syracuse. If you wanted two dogs, I think Pitt. And responsible think, values yeah, pit and, North I, and Carolina. I think unc it just gets to a point fellas are we really gonna miss the fucking tournament we came back to school to win a national title yeah We're part of me the thinks NIT. they flipped the switch if it's now or never it'd be north carolina so the, the best bet of that bunch is north carolina <sighs> yeah to I actually guess. win it not to win yeah. a couple games and get, tease us but yeah. actually win it it's north carolina all right let's go to my favorite tournament of old which they've fucking ruined by greed money and expansion the big east tournament <laughs> or what used to be the big east tournament at the mecca motherfuckers msg um i feel like we haven't talked a lot of big east hoops because it's not the big east anymore because this is this is a blend of the happy action fun time american and and it's so we're, again you can't bet the favorites so i nope. still feel like xavier should be in the a10 i'm yeah, jaded yeah, I know. i'm upset 
Uh, shout out Tony Stubberfield. I hope you get blasted into the sun, you piece of shit. I hope Seton Hall fucking spears and jackhammers you through a table <laughs> like Monday Night Raw. Seton Hall over DePaul. I don't give a fuck what the spread is. Fuck you, Stubberfield. Um, all right, let's go. So UConn's a favorite. Can't bet him. Next couple, Marquette, Creighton, Xavier. We don't like any of the top four. Look for some value. Villanova. Here's your great problem. coaching this time of Here's year. Plus problem. 800. One of the teams I don't mind because, again, it's tourney-ish. I think you're getting value. Providence has been awful their last 10 games. But the problem is they're going to play UConn. It's going to be a UConn crowd. Yeah. Um, Tell me Villanova's not the answer here without getting too greedy. Well, I think they're the answer in their first game because they don't they, – they just – won't lose on a Wednesday. So you advance no. one step closer. Uh, what about Xavier? What about Xavier at plus 430? They're going to get the winner of the, what is this here? I got to, these brackets I are know, banana dude. land. Uh, they're going to get the winner of Seton Hall DePaul. So why not? Well, no, the, the, yeah, they'll get the, they'll get the lowest seated team to go and it'll probably be Seton Hall. Then they're going to play a Creighton team that's been up and down. Didn't they play a – I want to go back and look. I think they played a wild game against Creighton a while back. But, look, if you get there, I don't know. Why not? I, I just – look, Jim, value-wise, I, I can't I can't sit here. UConn at plus 280, maybe. It's insanity. they got to play extra games. Like, it doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, but, but, again, if, they're, if you view it the flip side, they're playing an ice-cold Providence team and they win – and then you're going to get the, the you're going to get Marquette yes, because if Marquette yes. loses St. It's John's a, it's or Butler, joke. it's a calamity. Yeah. UConn's going to have a home court advantage over Marquette. Mm -hmm. Nobody wins on the road. No, but we're not betting the favorite who has to play extra games. It just goes yeah. against the constitution of this week. I know. I'd go UConn and Xavier if you forced me. Okay. But the Big East tournament is one I will bet games. Not, I don't not know a winner. I don't know okay. if I'm betting the future because. The Big East, the, the, you know, you can't take Seton Hall at plus 3,000. You can't. I mean, Georgetown, DePaul, Butler, plus 25,000. There's nothing to do. I want to hit the other three power conferences. Sure. Can we just gloss over the Pac-12? Yeah, it's I Arizona and UCLA. They're the there. two heavy favorites. We're not betting heavy favorites. No one else is going to win that thing, right? I have, we can't see it. I mean, someone could. but I'd be absolutely stunned. If, if someone else won that tournament. Like, like Arizona State's bubble-ish if they need a couple wins, but to win the whole thing at plus 2,600. A little bubble-ish-ish? Sure. Maybe. But I, again, gloss over it. I don't yeah. think we need to break down the Pac-12. Sure. You want to go Big 10, Big 12. You pick. Um, You want a price or do you want boring? Uh, Give me price. Give you a price in a Big 12. Okay, so favorites Kansas, we're not touching them. Who do you like? Give the odds, run down, and so I'll Kansas, tell you. Kansas is two fifty, Texas is three hundred, Baylor four fifty, TCU six hundred, K State, circle that eight fifty, Iowa State a thousand, Mountaineers eighteen hundred. Anybody else you're interested in? TCU. Okay, TCU. Mikey Miles Jr. is back. And he's got some games under his belt now. Exactly. And they're full strength, and they are not going to turn it over, and they're going to play at a fast pace. If you want to beat them, you got to grind a game to a halt. Mm -hmm. The Big 12 was like a grind house, right? Everybody would go to someone else's house and lose. Yep. Now we're even, Steven. These home court advantages are gone. There's no Hilton Coliseum. There is no Fog Allen. There is no Waco. Hell, there's no Gallagher-Iba. If you want a price in the Big 12, what's wrong with TCU? Look at the bracket. Tell me what's crazy. Can they not beat Kansas State on neutral floor? Absolutely can. Can they not beat Texas? Absolutely can. And you avoid Kansas until what would be a hypothetical final. And you're getting plus 1,000. Right, you get to the game and... Yeah, I just think it's a team that's a little undervalued here. If Mikey Miles Jr. doesn't get hurt, doesn't miss five, six games... You know, they probably end up the three seat. That's a good ball club, man. And they don't turn it over and they are going to, they're going to run it. Yeah, but why couldn't I take Kansas State, who's got longer odds than TCU? They're going to play the same number of games or in the same pod. Sure. If you like, like, that was where my brain initially went. If you like Kansas State, take them. Yeah. I just prefer TCU. Okay. Um, but yeah, look, Big we'll 12. Go head to head on Thursday. Big on 12 to me, dollar for dollar, has been the best conference this year. It's, it's been, been the most exciting to watch to me. I and mean, I feel like the games we've bet have been the, some of the most entertaining games of the sport. Amen. It's a tournament I can't wait to watch starting Wednesday. So TCU would be an angle there. And, and I'm with Jim. I'm not going to do a future bet.
if I like Kansas that much to win the goddamn game, well, then I'll get to them later in the tournament yeah. and I'll bet them single. But clearly, I think Kansas is the best team. But this is about value. And would it really surprise you if a team that already has the one seed gets popped a game early? No. no absolutely wouldn't. Go okay, ahead. speaking of, we say the Big 12's thrilling basketball. The opposite. Mm. The Big 10. I, I have a hard time watching it. It's brutal. I'm looking at the odds, and I don't know if you have the bracket in front of you, so you tell me if something like jumps out, that doesn't make sense. Produce the favorite, just light your money on fire, plus 175. Indiana, plus 450. Your Spartans at plus 800 because they have one of the top four seeds and some some you know, the buys. I'm listening. Maryland, plus 850. Can't trust them. Mm. Iowa, plus 1,000. Illinois, plus 1,000. We're going to do the show all because we may have to get a little grimier. How about Northwestern at plus 1,000? This is they're, like, they're cold right now, but they're, they're the two-seed in the tournament. They've got is, that boo-booey kid who makes everything at the end of games. This is a five-and-a-half turf sprint at Saratoga. This is cannonball run, yeah. I and mean, this is an all-button. Look, I love Indiana. Are they really going to be Purdue three times in a year? <laughs> um, Michigan State, the allure would be best three-point shooting team in the conference, best three-point shooting defensive team yep. in the conference. Here's the problem. Tom Izzo will all but tell you he doesn't give a shit about the Big Ten tournament. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, if you wanted to take the price and take the plus 900 or whatever it is, and you get Tom Izzo and you get a team that's going to grip it and rip it from three, uh, you know, again, this is a team that has a problem closing on the road, faltered at Iowa, faltered at Rutgers, faltered at Illinois, faltered at Indiana, faltered at Michigan. Hmm. I, th- this is real stuff, guys. Well, they're not going to anywhere. And that's, that's the thing we're going to talk through a little later here. If you wanted it, here's the other thing. They should have beat Purdue the first time around, lost to him by a point. Uh, if you wanted State at plus 900, go for it. But I'm so, telling you, Tom does not care about that tournament. How about this? Chop the bracket in half, attack it that way. The top half, Purdue's the one seed we don't believe in him. Who else in the top would you even consider? Michigan State's the four. They did a team best position. Yeah. Then you got Iowa. Nobody's trusting Michigan or Rutgers no. right now. And then it's the longest shots, Wisconsin, Ohio State. They have to play the most Can't games. So there is an argument for Michigan State in value. Bottom half of the bracket, Indiana and Northwestern are your highest seeded teams. Indiana's plus 450. Northwestern's double it at plus 1,000. Here's the thing with Indiana. If you play Indiana at plus 450, they're going to get to the final. Then you get an opportunity to hedge out against who they play. Right. You could do that. Look, Indiana's damn good, man. Do you hate Northwestern? Like, what am I missing? Is the I hate two seed at plus 1,000? I hate Northwestern outside of Well Shrine Arena okay. or when they play Michigan State because that means Boo Booey goes Thanos mode. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty convinced Boo Booey just, has a Thanos glove and he puts the Lucky Charms in it and dominates the universe. Boo Booey fucking crushes Michigan State. But so we just got done with saying I don't want to penalize MSU for the road losses because this is a neutral site. So I, I don't want to punish Northwestern fair. either. And I'm getting tw- not twice the odds, but I'm getting better odds. No. They beat Purdue. They beat Indiana. They they. Go ahead. I'm just saying, if you Shout want value, out. take the Wildcats. Take the Wildcats in the bottom if you want them. You could take State in the top if if you want them. The bottom line is there's no value in the favorite. No one's very good in this conference. But but everyone's decent. Everyone's bettable? Yeah. There's only a couple that aren't bettable. Yeah, and it makes it really, really hard. So be careful. But I, I think State's interesting because they shoot the three and they stop the three. Okay. And could they get hot? Maybe. Could they also bomb out? Yeah, Tom Izzo does not care about this. It sounds fucked up, but it's the truth. Okay, so we've arrived at this place now. Yeah. Where we don't have home court to rely on anymore. And it's been profitable for us in the Big 12, the Mm -hmm. Big 10. It's been profitable overall. This Mm -hmm. thing has been a juggernaut, as one emailer called it. Mm -hmm. What do we do now? Like, do we wish this a farewell and figure out what we're doing kind of on our own, or do we cling to this? Well, can I offer one? Hold on. Before we do that, can I offer something for the A-10 tournament? Sure. Well, you like value. I do. So I wanted to offer value. And you you love the A-10. It's a little pet I, conference for it, you. It is. It is. I, 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 there were two schools that I considered going to that were in the A-10, um, Fordham and St. Bonnie's. But look, what about, I know this coach sucks. So you could talk to me out of this. Travis Ford's a bum. But what about the Billikens at plus 500? St. Louis was supposed to win this conference this year, and they've underachieved. I know VCU is the big dog. Can't take them. Um, it, it's really two teams. It, it comes down to Dayton, VCU at the top. Of the best of the rest, St. Louis is plus 500. You know the gap? Next, it's is giant. plus thirteen hundred to Fordham, plus seventeen hundred to Duke. So, are they telling you only three teams can win this? Kind of. Okay, so the three teams that they think can win this are Dayton, St. Louis, yeah. and who, who's the other one? VCU. Uh, yeah, yeah. VCU, again, v- St. Louis, twenty and eleven. Um, they're they're Travis Ford's the problem. That and this creepazoid logo of theirs. Because I, I, you still, don't like it. I don't know what the fuck a Billiken is. Then they redesigned it, and it's some Art Deco Billiken. I don't know. But look, they beat Dayton the other day. Um, Big win for them. They got clobbered pretty good at VCU. But this is a team overall. It's about Travis Ford not delivering in the postseason. So you're getting plus 500, but you're betting on a coach who's largely horseshit. He's kind of Matt welfare Matt Painter. Okay. 
But I thought the Billikens were interesting at plus 500 because value. Uh, and I wanted to make sure I presented some of that for you. Anything with the other small conferences before we go system, not a system conversation? No. Nothing. I don't know. I mean, we'll pick individual games. I don't want to, like, minimize it. That's part of what makes March great are the mid-majors and the upsets and the teams that get on a little bit of a run. I'm surprised. Nothing in the MAC from you. So my team has been atrocious. And, like, this is a separate diatribe. CMU has one really good player who's been hurt most of the year. And then anybody else who's picked up any slack has also gotten injured. They've just limped. They're not even in the conference tournament because the MAC doesn't take everybody. It's just zapped my my interest in MAC basketball. Now, you, you, I don't even have the odds in front of me. Your favorites are going to be Kent State and I, Akron, I can, probably, right? Yeah, just, just pull it up because it's covered. No problem. Akron or um, Kent State to me. I mean, it's always Akron or Kent State, and they've been really good again this okay, season. Okay, so here are your odds, brother. Uh, favorite. Ooh, this is Kent State plus 150. Okay, again, we're not Toledo bad plus 170. They've come on strong. Akron plus 600. You know, I mean, based on odds, I mean, am I missing something? Is Akron terrible lately? Unless Akron's just been in a total tailspin that I've just been ignorant to. I kind of like that. Well, first of all, don't feel bad because Earth has been ignorant to everything Mac hoops. So here, shout out Wally Zerbiak. We miss you. Here's Akron's last six games, four and two in their last six. They have an ugly loss at Toledo and a nail biting loss at Kent State. So we forgive road losses to an extent. Okay, I guess. At plus 650? You got to do it. Where are they? In, let me pull up the bracket. We'll do this live. Mac bracket. We're doing it live, people. Like, are they, they're, they've got to be, I hate when, when sites list this stuff, not in bracket form. I know. It's like the dumbest what thing. Do you, what do you need? Just give me the Mac bracket. Okay. Give me give me who are the top four and who, so who's in the pods. Toledo's the one seed. Yeah. They're taking Miami. Their second round matchup, Ohio Ball State. Uh, two seed is Kent. They take on the seven, Northern Illinois. Uh, Akron's the three to take on Buffalo. So they go head-to-head with Kent Akron's again. If you got to go they, head-to-head yeah. with Kent. That's why they're the longer price. They, by the ne- way, why does the MAC not let everybody play? Who the fuck is the MAC yeah, to be like... This is a separate issue. It we're, is, we're bougie. Yeah. I mean, we've seen bullshit happen where some awful team... Georgetown with the miracle run in the Big East tournament a couple years ago. Who ev- the fuck is the MAC? Everybody should be in the conference tournament. It's the whole point. If you're going to put an auto bid on the line, right... Everybody should have access to the auto bid, but it's some of these mid majors want to protect their bid. They don't want some 10 seed to steal the only bid the conference is going to get and then get embarrassed in the tournament. They'd rather one of the top two. It's why some conferences have, I mean, you got like a triple buy in some of these deals. You just sit and wait to play the title game because they don't want someone to embarrass the conference by winning okay. the tournament, well, but it's stupid. I just don't think that's in the spirit of March. Thank you. That's all. Uh, real quick, anything in the WCC, St. Mary's, Gonzaga. We should talk about some of that because they're playing today. Yeah, I know it starts, and I I can't really find my way around those two teams, but we can do it. Um, anything with the Mountain West, Boise, San Diego State. I, you know, I'm only asking. Boise's because- on the bubble. Could you see him playing their ass off and winning the whole thing? Yeah. I, I actually, dude, I, Boise's good, man. I mean, and that's a pro- – I can't believe I'm saying it, but they're kind of – they're a basketball school. I was now. waiting for you to say um, it. All right, so here's your bracket. You tell me what you want to do. Okay. Uh, CSU, who you bet on this week and won. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're in the 8-9 against Fresno, who I know you want dead based on yes. the free throw shooting yeah. while I was on vacation. San Diego. No, it wasn't the free throws. They're shooting threes down two. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, come oh, on. Oh, for eight. Yeah, the last uh, two minutes. Yeah. Uh, San Diego State's lying in wait for them. The four fives, Nevada, San Jose State. San Jose State. I, I'm sorry. I've watched them twice. They are horseshit. UNLV and Air Force to take on Boise. All right, that seems relatively solid. New Mexico, Wyoming. Now, New Mexico was ranked for a good while this year. And I know they're not going to play at the pit. They're not in Albuquerque. Utah State waiting for them now. Utah State. Hold on a minute. Let me look at these. Utah so I, have State. The, I have the odds. I got it right, I got okay. right here. I am here for you. Plus 155 for the Aztecs. No chance. And then it's plus 400 each for Utah State and Boise State. Yep. They're going to play each other. What'd they do during the regular season? Tell me about the, the head-to-head there between Utah and You know Utah what's going to be. Boys. They're probably going to split, but we'll probably, check. Probably, but I want to see because here's the deal. Because if you're getting something. You're going to avoid San Diego State till the final. Yeah. If you can pick the winner of a Boise State-Utah State game. Here's the other one. New Mexico was very good for a long stretch this year. Mm-hmm. Plus, they were ranked at one point. They're ranked for a long time, Jim. You know who the coach is? 
Come on. No, who's, who's okay. New Mexico's coach? His dad is a scumbag. Oh, it's a Patino? It's Richard Patino. Oh, boy. They're 21 and 10. Winning record against uh, uh, the spread. All right, Mike, I have the head-to-head. Gimme, gimme, gimme. It is... It's a split, but it's blowouts both ways. Can't touch it. So you have no idea. Right. Boise won the first one, 82-59. They just lost to Utah State to wrap up the weekend, 86-73, double-digit loss. You want to take a flyer? I think maybe. Does New Mexico have some wicked injuries or something here? Let me, let me make sure. <laughs> want to make sure some kid didn't blow out his knee over well, the weekend? Well, it's just, look, they were very good for a long stretch this year. The record's not terrible, and you're getting plus 1,200. Could they clear either of those other two teams? Sure you could. Mm-hmm. Let me see. I'm just doing this real quick, people. We're doing no, it live. No, you're good. Take a second. If I it takes to... too long, Evan can always edit it. It's ah, fine. It's true. I'm now, so used to doing live radio. Now, they're playing on the far. I mean, they got to win as many games as anybody to win the thing as a six seed. Well, what I like with New Mexico State, uh, New Mexico, is they still have so, two high-end. Look, Jalen House is Eddie House's kid. Yeah. And Jamal Mashburn Jr. is, well, Jamal Mashburn's kid. The problem Great is... detective work. Oh. <laughs> you know, I've heard he might be related. Guess um, his dad. Um, I can't take Utah State at plus 350. I can't take Boise State. Maybe New Mexico State. They were ice cold down the stretch. New Mexico. New, New Mexico, Mexico State's State program the- isn't... A- yeah. Yikes. Google that but, one. But, but, but hold on. Is there something to be said for New Mexico gets Wyoming right away? Do you like a team that should win right away and build momentum and what's yes. got to be a gauntlet? I mean, it's all about being hot. 100%. And it's a team who was ice cold down the stretch. You're getting depressed odds. Plus 1,200. They probably should be in the same grouping with Utah State and Boise State. You get two star players, two guys who are... Big timers. You know what? Fuck it. New Mexico plus 1,200. Let me just ask you this. If they win, and they should, what would their odds be if you looked at the conference tourney the very next day? Plus 700 with New Mexico? I mean, I think you'd be getting... You'd, you'd miss some of the value because now they're in the same yeah. same pod as Boise yeah, and Utah a, State. And you go, you know a, what, a puncher's chance? I take a peek at New Mexico. You get a coach who's been in the Power Five. Yeah. You get two stud I'm players. Interested. Why not? Plus 1,200. That's right. why we cover yeah. these shit conferences. You got anything on the SOCON? <laughs> All right, next. <laughs> no, we need to discuss whether I we're know. going to be playing system plays without home, home court because that was one of the core pillars of picking games. Mike, what I loved about it is when you looked at a board on a given day, you just lopped off half the teams. That's right. Now, everybody's in play. That's the problem. Everybody's in play. Maybe we got to have. Can I give you an example tonight? Oh, God. What? This is the only day of championship week where I hate the card, but go ahead. Okay, but this screams something's up and we don't have home court. But tell me what's going on with South Alabama and Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, it's a conference championship game, isn't it? They started that tournament early. Isn't this the Sun Belt? They do play in the Fun Belt. South Alabama's 19 and 15, and they are only catching one and a half from a 25 and 7 Raging Cajuns ball club. Explain it. Seven o'clock on the deuce tonight at the Pensacola Bay Center. Game's a toss up. You know, I was saying this to myself. There is really, when you think of the greatest basketball venues out there, you think Paulie Pavilion. You think of, uh, of of the Dean Dome, Fog Allen, and the Pensacola Bay Center. Jim, here's the problem. There's no problem. What's the problem? Why is the spread one and a half? Why is a 25-win team only giving a point and a half to a team that finished 500 in their conference? And Planet Earth is betting allegedly on I got two thirds on Louisiana and how about this South Alabama they're hot they've won four of their last five their only loss was on the road at Louisiana Louisiana. so here's where you get your revenge why is the spread the way it is I can't explain it therefore you roll with it Jags by the way the best team in this conference is Oral Roberts they're back again and they are 28 and 4 They'll put up 100 points in a blink on you. I know nobody gives a fuck, but when you're sitting around in March and you want to have a good time, Oral Roberts is going to be a team. Remember what they did with Ohio State a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, Oral Roberts is legit. That's a team I'll look at in the opening round of the tourney. You don't want that. And it, when, when teams can grip it and rip it the way they can. Uh, by the way, shout out the St. Thomas Tommies. Who the fuck? What, does everybody get a basketball program? Is this like Oprah handing out cars? You get a program? You get, Who's the St. Thomas Tommies, and how the fuck are they in the Sun Belt? What is this? This isn't the Sun Belt, is it? 
No, the Sun Belt final is South Alabama, Louisiana. You're thinking different. What conference is Oral Robertson now? What is this? <laughs> Who are the St. Thomas Tommies? I, I was looking this up. I'm like, what are you talking about? Oral Roberts is not listen, the best team listen, in the Sun Belt. I'm in a basketball in vortex. <laughs> they are in the summit, close to the Sun Belt, the summit. Who are they? I don't know. Come on. Who are the St. Thomas Tommies? Who, where is this college? Who runs it? What are they? Tommies. All right, here we go. Holy shit. Oral Roberts, 18 and 0 in conference. So the Tommies are in St. Paul, Minnesota, University of St. Thomas. They're in the Summit League, which makes sense. They're 13 and a half point dogs to a real basketball team in Oral Roberts. Dear God. Varsity Intercollegiate Sports began in 1904 at St. Thomas. They celebrated 100 years of varsity athletics back in 2004. They're one of the charter members of the Minnesota Intercollegiate collegiate athletic conference well this is i have to tell you this is the year that we learned about the presbyterian blue hose and the saint thomas tommies the purple and gray uh by the way the the, the guy leading the charge for uh the uh oral roberts deal mm -hmm. is the little guard um it's either amos amos i think the b is silent it's spelled abmus john stamos no max amos i think yeah. is his name but he's 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 a stud Stud. So you brought them up because you're playing them tonight? No, no. I brought them up as a team to watch that went okay. when when and if they make this tournament. If and they, they should. Lose, they should. If they are in that first round, that number is going to look short, and I'm going to be playing them. Just an FYI. WCC question. WCCC. Sorry. St. Mary's BYU is tonight. They're going to play the winner of San Francisco and Gonzaga. God, San Francisco's got to be getting 20. 14 and a half. Oh, my The God. Dons. And I think they hurt you last year in March. I don't want to talk about Okay. I don't I know because you're doing it on purpose. I, okay. The only thing I want to ask you is, is there anything with a look ahead for Gonzaga? They're the top 10 team in the country, but they're not as good as they've been. Uh, they're, they're giving 14 and a half with an obvious look ahead against St. Mary's. That's their like grudge match. Yeah. And, and 14 points again. I mean, Gonzaga could win by 30 and I look like an idiot, but part of me thinks conference tourney, the Dons are playing well. They just won an overtime. They're feeling some, some, some mojo. Do you give any credence to 14 and a half for where you say it's not enough? You think it should be 20? I'm not touching. That. Okay, I'm not. This is not last year's St. Louis, uh, St. San Fran team. I, I can't. Okay, then the only play I think we have tonight, and it might just be me. Oh, it is just you. South Alabama plus the point and a half. I wish you good luck and Godspeed. I am not touching that with a ten foot pole. But you're on. You're looking at it the right way. I just, I can't. I have to have guardrails. I cannot do it. Next, mailbag. Unless you got anything else, mailbag. Mailbag. I want to get to some of these because these are great. First one is from Greg. He says, thank you, Evan. Remember, it wasn't that long ago, Mike, when Evan was getting slandered by the listeners, and now they're praising him. Well, way of the world, I guess. He says, this past week, weekend, I found a lot of success betting golf thanks to Evan. Prior to the Arnold Palmer Invitational, I saw Kurt. How do you say the guy who won it? Kitayama? Sure. Plus four. Plus 4,400 odds to win. When I saw it, I recalled Evan saying this guy is close to breaking through, and I bet on him. Value with all the ease. I threw a unit on it. Fast forward through the weekend, he kept leading. I kept throwing smaller units at it. Far worse odds. Sunday got dicey, but I had faith. I held strong. I did not cash out, and it paid off. It was a great Sunday. Thanks for the picks. And he says a small shout-out to Cookies for the college troops as well. P.S. Evan is the best. Okay. I had no argument for me. You know, it's just funny. We, we, we give these guys a platform because they're solid and they care and they want to be a part of it. And all people do is bitch at free content. It's like, great. Evan's like plus 6,000 to the good with golf. <laughs> so, oh, wait, now taking plus 3,500, he'd be plus, <laughs> plus 9,200 yeah, in five tournaments. If you cash out. And again, that's part of why we had him in today is there's no shame. You're not a coward. Set your limit. If it's 10x for him, if it's 25x for you, if he's he's giving you a couple long shots every week, at least one, and if they find themselves into the field on Sunday, if you're in this to make a little bit of money, take the win. Yeah. All right. This is the next one from Matt. He says, Sir Putzalot, love the show. Sir Puxalot and Sir Putzalot have rebuilt my bank account. Had a great golf gambling weekend, even though Spieth didn't win. I laid some cash on Rom in the first round. It hit. I followed. On Friday, I noticed Kiriyama roaring up through the field. I checked the odds. Why not lay a few bucks on him? Come Sunday, cash the ticket, baby. 
<laughs> he says, I guess the point of all this is I never would have bet on golf, no. much less followed it, if Look, not for the podcast and Sir Putz a lot. It's Thank the you. fun of the offseason based on football's everybody's oxygen, but we can sustain and have a good time for Look, we're going to get ourselves into April. And yeah, then you got to talk NBA, some playoffs, some hockey playoffs, talk about, you know, the Triple Crown, talk about, mm -hmm. you know, but you're going to get to June and that's where we're going to take a little summer break. I mean, I'm not handing out baseball plays, guys, or maybe I will, depending at all. Guys, let me, let me be very real with you. If the numbers continue to grow, if the sponsorships continue to blossom, you know what? We might get into business here where we're just going to do the fucking thing year round, but I'm not going to bullshit you. Like if it's free, it ain't for me. And we're well beyond that point where yeah. like this thing cranks and it's a, it's an asset for the company and for us. But like, do I want to be Pete Rose phoning in Marlins plays guys? Here's the only way I'd play baseball. And you have to be strict. You got to have a big bankroll and you got to be patient. You only play money line dogs. You never mm -hmm. play favorites. It's the only way you're going to lose a lot of games and you got to you got to go through the pain. Well, the other thing that you have to consider and you rolled your eyes at me when I did this on your show. <laughs> you bet five five inning lines because you take the bullpen out of it, you take the volatility out of it. It's just starter v starter and and then you you combine the two. There you is marry a sick it. part of me that wants to turn you loose on baseball just so I can drive I don't weekend. want to do that. I mean if we if again, if it makes sense for us to do it, we will. But it's a long slog of a season. And you got to bet underdogs. And you have to. Uh, the rest of the email, he just says, I live in Missouri. He says, uh, it's illegal there, but I work in Kansas, which does have legal sports betting. So basically, I just picture this guy driving across the, the, the line. Welcome to, to Kansas. Geotag accepted. <laughs> and honey, I'm coming back home with the eggs. It's a real thing for people. I got a buddy that lives out in like the D.C., Maryland area. And you have to, where, depending on where you are, it's, you can bet. You know, it's so stupid. But you're going to get me on a rant because it, it, it's, it's, this, it's the way the government justifies their own existence. It's such bullshit. Like the people of California can't sports bet. But you can smoke weed, but you can't do this. It's like, what the fuck are you? Do, do me a favor. Get the fuck out of the way. None of your policies are any good anyways. None of you people give a shit about us. You just take the tax money. Who cares? Left, right, otherwise. Well, exactly. It's, it's red states and blue gambling. states. I mean, whether it's California, blue, blue, you got Florida. They don't allow you to right. bet on sports. Like, what are we doing? I, I don't have an answer for you. It's fucking ridiculous. But then when, when you put it into the bureaucracy of government, this is what happens. It's ridiculous. This one says, system, more like a fucking juggernaut. Hey, guys, if you do read this, don't use my name. Say it came from Cheddar from the River. Got it. Okay, Cheddar. Starting off, great content. Appreciate the entertainment. I've listened to Mike for years. I'd say he had me at hello, but he actually had me at let the bitch walk. Oh, dear God. I did not say that. You that did not. Someone else on the show. <laughs> Carry on. This one says, as for you, Cookie Puss, outside of your asinine QB in the first round take, uh -oh. you've been a hell of a fine for 97-1 in the pod. Blows my mind you don't have a permanent spot. As for the bets and the teasing, he says, um, college basketball, I take two to three games that fit the system that's not a system. Two will pay out even. Three pays out at plus 180. At one point, I hit seven in a row by using this pod and the On the Board segment from Mike's radio show. Appreciate the work. I also hit on Kirk this weekend from Evan's nice. Golf Picks. Nice. Cheddar from the river. Hey, you know what, Cheddar? Here's the deal. It's also building a fun budget for March where, you know, who are we kidding? You're probably going to get loose a little bit. You want to have fun. The tournament's great betting action. There's something going on. You get this bull run through March. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. I'm glad you're having some success with it. And I don't know. We don't put ourselves out as pros because I don't think pros really exist, really, really exist. And if they do, they don't tell anybody. There's some on horse racing, Mike. Uh-oh. And I want to make sure I read these. This one's from, I'm sure he doesn't want to be called something else. Craig. Yeah, yeah. this one's from Libby in Omaha. Uh, Craig says, I think my husband's cheating on me. <laughs> Delilah. You know, like, like, or what was it? Casey Kasem. Yeah. <laughs> tell my husband I love him and I miss him. Can you please play Lionel Richie? Um, this one's from Craig, and he says you can call him Craig in Clarkston. Okay. Uh, horse racing. Mike and Cookies love the pod, live in Metro Detroit, listen to the radio for years. Not a big gambler, but rode with you guys during football and the recent Not a System run. Enjoying the added entertainment. Anyway, I love horse racing. I've been to the Derby multiple times. Yes. One of the buddies in my group was our go-to handicapper. We leaned on him during the Triple Crown run and the days at the track. 
Sadly, he passed away a number of years ago, and I've tried on my own to get into handicapping, and it hasn't gone well. To that point, I've lost some of the enjoyment of the track. I know, Mike, you're passionate about the sport, and it reminds me of my buddy. Listening to you talk through the field has brought the excitement back. I was looking forward to the horse racing pods. Keep them up. Thanks for keeping me entertained. I'll That's try. a cool story. It's a great story, and I, I think the what I would tell you is this. For people who are very unfamiliar with horse racing, if you're right a couple times a day, you had a great day at the track. So if you're listening to this thinking it's Evan on golf or the system that's not a system in college hoops, you're doing it wrong. Like I gave you the fountain of youth. Uh, I'm very proud of the fact that gave you the horses and kicked out the ones we didn't want. And yeah, I mean, it produces a winning exacta, but guys, the week prior, I mean, I gave you an eight to one shot that I thought was live and it rained a ton and I don't think he liked the track and he ran flat and we got blown out of the water by 18 to one. So passion is what's behind it. I love the game. There's something magical about it. And that's before you get to the gambling element. I mean, the gambling element, you know, it's cookies dream is value mm -hmm. turning, you know, whatever you're playing into. I mean, Jim, there 10 was, times, 20 times, uh, Jim, if, are you a star Wars fan? I've seen the movies. Yeah. Okay. There was a horse on Saturday. And it just, I, I, I didn't find my way to it. It went off at about 45 to one, paid over a hundred dollars on a $2 bet. The exact that paid 1500 bucks on two bucks. Mm -hmm. Um, the horse's name was Dorf Vader. <laughs> I couldn't find my way to it. That doesn't mean I'm right or wrong. It's just, sure. Jim, what year were you born? 93. Okay. If you were born in like 96 or you were born on September 2nd, yeah. uh, 6th and you played a nine, six exacta. You put 20 on it. You were leaving with 15 grand. Whew. That's the magic horse race. Yeah. It's what we're all chasing. Carry on. By the way, I said I, I've seen Star Wars because we have a coworker who famously is in his 60s, has not seen Star Wars. You're not missing much. Okay. Sorry. All right. Another one, horse racing time. This is from Evan. I'm like double checking now just to make sure these people don't want to be you called. You can call me <laughs> Papa Chulo. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like I'm going to read Evans, this guy, Evan. Oh, no, I've been outed. <laughs> he says, I placed the cot loves blue steel. I placed my first horse racing bet after listening to Mike's tutorial. I have no idea if I did it correctly, but I'm looking forward to the race this afternoon. What? Good work, guys. Okay. Another one. This one says, I loved going to Hazel Park and DRC in the 70s with my grandfather. I've been using another sports book for years. They have a cool feature. You can build your own stable. I have two questions for Mike. Which of the Derby preps give you the most credence? In other mm. words, as you build towards the yeah. Kentucky Derby, or yeah. are they all the same? And the second one, once a horse has enough points to qualify for the Derby, do trainers not push as hard as they don't want? They want the horse to peak at the Derby. Um. Oh, boy. So off the, the, the top, I would tell you the Derby prep that I value the most, I would say the San Felipe, which is out at Santa Anita usually features a Baffert horse. Mm. Um, and I'd say the Florida Derby, which is coming up in a few weeks. Um, Florida Derby can produce some winners too. Those would be the two off the top. Now, do people hold off once they've qualified? Oh, yo, yeah. God, listen, if you know you got a spot, like if, if, I'm, if I'm running Forte and I just stroke the fountain of youth and I'm qualified, I don't know that I bring that horse back. Now, here's my problem with Forte. As impressive as he was, it's very hard to close or come from off the pace in a 20-horse field. Very, very difficult. But Forte was very impressive. Um, but, yeah, th those would be the two. I, I, the, the races I generally throw out is like the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. Two-year-old champions very, very rarely come back and get it done in the Derby. But, like, Forte won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile, now came back in the Fountain of Youth, won that. Really hard to do when you don't run in between. Um but those would be the two. I'd probably say Florida Derby and the San Felipe. And then I need your help because he ends the email with cookies. When is a horse's birthday? Mike knows. January 1st. What, what does that mean? Horses basically all have the same calendar. They're conceived in the month of November. It's an 11-month pregnancy. And then they're born to race. Quote, January. Okay. And every year, January, unless a horse is notated as a late foal, right? Okay. Their birthdays are all January. So January 1st. Every horse turned three this year, or every horse turned four, or every horse turned five, et cetera. The last one, again, cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. This, this is an email from someone who refers to themselves as Sir Bunce a lot. 
Sir Bunce-a-Lot? Bunce-a-Lot, and they have a World Baseball Classic play they want to give on the podcast. I am happy to have you do it, because <laughs> it will not be me. So he goes, the Dominican Republic, several all-star MVP caliber talents, they're the favorite for a reason at plus 200. It's the John Rahm of the World Baseball Classic. I like that he's playing off of the Sir Putzalot name. It says, the team, if you want value. Value. Write this down. Mexico, plus 1,800. Long shots to win. Slew of quality hitters. Top-end pitching. They have arguably a top-three defense at the World Baseball Classic, which I think starts like this week. What do you want me to say to this? <laughs> Come on, guys. Sir Bunsalot. That just makes me happy because people are listening to this and, like, they're not just listening for plays. They're listening because we're people and it's fun and it's entertaining. <sighs> Sir Bunsalot. What do you want me to say to this stuff? <laughs> Mike, break Christ. down the Japanese baseball team. Yeah, I can't do it. Guys, honestly, I just don't have enough, like, bandwidth to do WBC. I'm sorry. Mike, I didn't read this whole email. Look at this. He's got pool breakdowns. Yeah, but I respect it. No, it I do. He cares. I don't know. I'm down. So, pool A, Netherlands or Italy. Pool B, Mexico. Or long shot Canada. Uh, no, sorry. Pool B, no value. Ignore. Pool C is Mexico, Canada. Pool D, Venezuela. But sneaky like Israel's roster at plus eleven hundred. Sneaky bets. Yeah, hey, by the way, can I adjust what I said? I made a mistake. Yeah, go I picked ahead. the wrong derby prep in California. It's actually the Santa Anita Derby, not the San Felipe. That's my bad. Okay. Um, it's just we're flying and going. But the one that produces the most horses getting there. It's 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 the Santa Anita, but I would have to really dig in and 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 look. But with a spitballing, it'd be the Santa Anita Derby and be the Florida Derby to me. Sorry, I know no one cares, but I I do I don't when I misspeak, I like to. No, it's it's good. I mean, when we're doing radio and the ticket text coming in, they, people love to correct you if you make a mistake. I, you got to acknowledge it. You got to acknowledge if you made a mistake. Yeah, it's what I let David, Rico, or Evan, yeah. or Kenny do because I don't look at the fucking ticket text because <laughs> I don't have the time. Like, fuck it, whatever. Anyway, that's the podcast. Monday recap. We did a lot today. Media episode. We're going to be dropping the Daily Dimes, and there are going to be a lot of them. So notifications are not a suggestion. They are a mandate. Don't miss the plays. The only play we have today is a me special. Because Mike doesn't want to sanction it. Look at this. This is me leaving. South Alabama, the Jaguars. Have a great day. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.